Everything I love, all we love is this life. But I love, but I'm like, yo. Yeah. You already know you locked in with your guy, DJ JSO, for another episode of the Mike XM. Today I am tapped in with another special guest. Y'all see what we doing? We keeping it rolling. We got my guy Iman B or Iman Button. Let him know. Yes, sir. Yeah, so Iman B. CEO Collaborators Inc, man, super excited to be here. This is my guy right here. Yeah, man. you already know what we doing, man. I'm so fine. We finally got a chance to tap yeah, in, yeah, good brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. do what we do. Yes, sir. Um, so before we get into everything that he got going on, because I'm telling you, he got some jewels for you you're not going to want to miss. But before we get into that, we got some crazy things going on in the media, right? Mm. And I wanted to discuss it, you know? And our topic for today is going to be, what does it mean to be qualified, right? So first, before we get into exactly why we picked this topic, let me do you believe the, the definition to be qualified? What do you think makes a person qualified? That's a loaded question. <laughs> That's a loaded question because I'll, I'll say this at first. If you're, you're, the most important qualification comes from yourself, right? So too often people look towards others to qualify them you know, and then, but that qualification starts here first, right? So oh, to God. be qualified means, are you capable? Are you, can you sit at the table and, and, and your opinion has weight? Um, your opinion is relevant. Your thoughts, um, it's not necessarily a level of expertise, you know, but can right. your contributions, you know, push something towards the finish line or provoke enough thought to make some meaningful change? You know what I mean? And I think people don't really, you know, people doubt themselves on that when, especially when they're stepping into a new arena, you know. No, you know what's crazy? And I think what it is, is I, I like your definition better, right? Because Google give us this definition, it's basic, right? It says the, as an adjective officially recognized as being trained to perform a particular job, uh, AKA certified, typically undertaking a course of study or passing an examination. So like college, like the, the doctor is qualified to do the surgery because he went to medical school, right? So, but with entertainment, the thing is, it's no it's not really schools for this. There's, there's a few now, there's a few now, you know, mm -hmm. you know, Full Sail University, and you know, Freeway Got Freedom Thing is Academy. So you can go and learn. And even in some schools, you could take hip hop courses, right? Sure. Yeah. But does, does those necessarily qualify you to, um be a entertainment professional no i want to say if you look at hip-hop for an example right there's nothing there's nothing that can qualify you because hip-hop is coming from the heart it's coming from the you know it's, it's coming from your experiences right so exactly. you can't look at me and tell me i'm not qualified in the hip-hop arena as long as i can in any form of creative way speak to my experiences and and maybe even have the ability to put it to music. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do it a cappella. I'm qualified. It's just I have to believe that I'm qualified. You right. Know? Right. And mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that, right? That it comes from within and it, it's on you and your personal experience. So recently in the media, we had Drake, uh, you know, drop some tweets and even dropped a little video um, saying that um, Joe Budden wasn't necessarily um, qualified to review his album. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, it's been a lot of talk in the media, especially since the 50 years of hip hop. We've been celebrating 50 years of hip hop, man. And people have been talking about the importance of being an artist and how your music influences people. So right. necessarily making drill music is 
kind of influencing people to drill and do things yeah, that's not right. necessarily on the positive side, right. right? Or making music that's only about sex and drugs is basically influencing people to really just go out, party, have fun, and not worry about no responsibilities. And that question, again, as we done, you know, 50 years of hip hop yeah. and making this kind of music that was started as a catalyst to elevate our culture, what do you believe is important when it comes to qualification as far as the, the artist side, you know, their um, qualification of being a influencer or a person to uh, sway people's minds and the importance of a person that's reviewing this type of music. Yeah, well, to review the music is easy, right? Because we're not making music. The artist is going to always feel the need to make art. They're always going to feel the need to create. Right. I think too often artists get into the habit of creating things for others instead of themselves, right? So anybody that can listen to an album, anybody that can receive and consume music is qualified to review it. You know, it only matters that it's Joe Budden because Joe <laughs> Budden has influence, right? Joe Budden has, you know, a following. Joe Budden is somebody that can sway the opinion of somebody else. You right. know what I mean? Um, but I could listen to Drake's album and I could review his album and he won't care because I don't have that same influence as Joe Button mm. does. I'm still just as qualified to review it. I've been listening to hip hop just as long as anybody else. Um, so I think from that perspective, it's, 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 it's just a new point. Like, to the point of making the art, right? Right, right. To, to the artist, uh, on the side of the artist's responsibility for making the art. Yeah, yeah. So you have, you know, I, I still think it's one of those things where you, you, you could really make whatever type of art you want. You don't have to be qualified to do it, right? You'd be surprised how many artists are rapping about the drill and how many artists are rapping about a certain lifestyle persona that they're not necessarily qualified to speak from from a place of experience. You know so in I mean? your opinion, you don't even think it matters if, 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 if they, if, you know, their purpose of doing this, because let's digress, as I sure. you normally say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People feel that most people that gain this influence, they gain it via the people, right? We give it to them. We mm -hmm. give you this fame. We give you our money. We give you by buying your merchandise and, and, and literally following your influences and working with the brands that you say are cool and the ones that yeah. you wear. So if your purpose, right, isn't to uplift everyone or, you know, even our culture overall, mm. um, you don't think that affects their qualification for doing the job of a rapper or a hip-hop artist, in a sense? Yeah, I, I, I think it, it will obviously have a residual effect, you know what I mean, based on the things that you consume. I, I we, see, to, we see it has yeah, a residual effect. I, I equate it to food, right? And, and we talked about this earlier, where, right. where I'm, I look at everything in terms of, of what am I putting into my body, right? So I'm very particular about what I eat. I need to know where it comes from. I eat, like I'm vegan, so I'm only like, that's not for everybody, but that's what I eat. But it makes me think every time I put something into my body, you know, but people need to think, what are they putting into their body this way as well, right? Right. Um, right. Because you're consuming it and just like unhealthy foods will have an effect on you, unhealthy music or unhealthy stimuli, whether it comes into your eyes or whatever, is also going to have an effect on you long term. And you can see it manifest in real life. So right. I think people need to realize what kind of responsibility they have um, regarding the messages that they're putting out there. You know what I mean? Because you're putting out messages, you're putting out imagery, and what you're doing is, you know, you're, you're desensitizing people to things that they should be really sensitive to.
you know, when it comes to like the, the drugs, the sex, the violence, the all these all these different things. And, you know, that's that's really not fair for them, you know. But at the end of the day, it's still it's still their choice to to consume that product or not. Right. Because like, no, I can absolutely. go to Whole Foods or I can go to McDonald's, it's my choice. You know right. what I mean? Um, See, but what one thing we did though talk about is like we talked a little bit about you know your family and having that support from your wife. Yeah. Um, just something simple as having a person that can cook, right? Like mm -hmm. that small thing. It, not even just like her. She gave you this big speech and it changed her mind magically. No, just having someone that can cook and make meals without meat and it just surprised you and you say, "Wow!" And it opens the door of possibility to say, "Okay." being vegan is possible. Mm -hmm. So what we're saying as far as the consumption, the, the change, the gear back to music is, if we can say, okay, let's just try, like have people in the kitchen whipping up good music and putting that out. And then, That's you know, right. we consume that the same way and to see what happens. Like, and maybe, and typically this is what normally happens, just like it happened the reverse way with the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. What's probably going to happen with the positive stuff is people like, oh, I like this. I can actually consume this every day and it'd be That's fine and feel, actually feel better than I did before. Yeah. And, and, and I think it goes on the opposite side, too, with the creation of the music. So right. I always would say the qualification comes from self, but you have artists that are making healthy music that's good for you or that's not influencing you in a bad mm. way right i like but, how you brought but, that back. but they don't feel that they're qualified to make it major in the industry oh man but they are oh you know man I mean? hold on we gotta digress again <laughs> we gotta digress again that's that's so true that why is it that most people and i'm asking you audience too drop it in mm. the comments give me a comment mm. and let me know um why is it that artists who are putting out this, this, they're whipping up the positive stuff and, and chefing that out to us. Why are they having this emotion or why are we making them feel as though they aren't qualified to be artists and most of them have been successful outside of what we deem as the music industry? Major radio stations, um, you know, major personalities, major news outlets. However, these people have still been on news outlets maybe not the major ones in every major city but they've slammed down on a local area and been on every local blog and every local podcast and every local talent show and open mic and they've just been slamming it and because of that they created this audience or what we now deem as a community of people that supports them and that that's ultimately what any artist just needs you only just need that it don't got to be a thousand people or a million people it can be 150 to 100 people that genuinely consume your music every day and every month and that's how you build residual income that's how you get money on publishing that's who are coming out to your shows um and you're able to pay your bills and create a successful life and a sustainable music career um, off of just the community alone. What do you think? Well, number one, I think it's very intentional. The reason why there's so much other music available, um, right? Because right? let's let's convert it back to the food conversation, mm -hmm. right? You look at certain demographics. You know, they have what's called food deserts, right? right? So if you look at some of the communities, primarily underserved, underprivileged minority communities, look at where the food options are for them, right? They don't have those options. 
you know, you're going to see the same thing in every neighborhood. You're not going to go and find, you know, the Wegmans in the hood. You're not going to go and find, you know, the, the farmer's markets there. You're really going to see something that's quick, something that's, see that. you know, yeah, you're going to have those <laughs> things, the fast food restaurants, the Chinese food restaurants mm -hmm. that are going to give you the MSG, right? It's the same thing mm -hmm. with music. Some people find themselves in music deserts, right? Where it's, it's very intentional. So one of the things that I did was when I went vegan, I, my wife and I went off the deep end watching all these food documentaries. And the thing that struck us the most was this is very intentional what we're being, what's being mm. put in our food. Right. It's the same thing with the music and the music industry. So it's not an accident that you have access to certain music and then you don't have access to other, you know, it's not as, as mainstream, right? Um, at the same time, People just need to know that you don't have to do that to make money, right? Right. You, you, that, you, and that's what we're talking about. That's that's the whole community thing we're talking about you here. Don't, you don't need to do that. You, you, you know, right. and, and and a lot of people that given the choice, just if I was going to say, hey, would you like to have a meal that comes from a place of life? Like, I eat vegetables, so everything I mm. eat, nothing's dead. Nobody, like, whatever I eat is going to continue to grow. If I eat broccoli, I'm not killing the whole broccoli. Like, now, you haven't been the only person to say this. A yeah. lot of different um, influencers that are not necessarily on the higher celebrity side have mentioned these same things, like mm. holistic health um, foods, you know, fruit salads, smoothies, things of that nature, um, trying to get away from meats. Um, all these things are just healthier and help us yeah. live longer. So it's like, right. not like you're giving them nothing wrong. You're actually giving them gain. But you don't need a PhD to know that. Like <laughs> if I eat more vegetables, if I eat, you know, things that come from life, it's going to be better for me. If I'm eating right. fat and salt and all this other type of stuff, like it's not going to be good for me. So flip it over to the music side, right? Mm -hmm. If I were to give you the option, if I give most people the option, say, hey, you know, how would you like to listen about a song that's about murdering black people? Maybe a whole block full of black people. Maybe anybody else. You know what I mean? I, 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 let me put this on your plate. How would you like to hear about Robin, about, you know, degrading of women, you know, about all the different types of drug uses and addictions that you can that you can get yourself? And maybe you can give it to somebody else in your community, right? Let me, let me put this on your plate, right? And then let me put this other meal on your plate. How would you like to listen to music that uplifts you, that... That maybe can talk about the same struggles, but talk about how how this person overcame those struggles and how grateful they are, or music that actually will make you feel good. You know, given the options plainly like that, like if you had like nutrition facts on the music that you're listening to, right. and you read it, and you, most people would choose the healthier option because it is good for you, it's nourishing for you. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, good day. Like, let us know. Definitely make sure you drop it in the comments. Let me know what y'all think. Would you choose that? If it was laid out, nutritional facts, music facts. This, this what we giving you over here, and we giving you this over here. If do you want was 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 gonna clog your arteries, <laughs> or do you want what's gonna make you feel feel good at the highest? The highest level. That's the thing. Yeah. Right? The, highest the highest level. level. <laughs> yeah. and that power of wordplay can literally transition into peep, it becoming a trend. So all we saying is like, all right, we we seen how easy it was to make the bad food trendy. Like test it out. Let's see. I wonder how um, different Lil Dirt feels because he recently made a country song. I don't know if y'all mm. knew that. He mm. actually did a feature with a country artist. Mm. On a country song. Uh, I, for all the little Dirk fans that love the drill music, go listen to yeah. his country song and let me know how you feel. I wonder how he felt um, doing that doing that version of music and the response that he gets from performing that song versus how he feels doing the performance um, um, mentioning 
anything about smoking any op in any blunt. Yeah. Most people yeah. are not murderers, you know what I mean? But right. you can still go and listen to an hour-long playlist in the car, and most of it is about murdering, and you don't think there's nothing wrong with it because you have been desensitized to it. Right. And so when kids are going out in the streets, what you think they're doing? They're not, they don't process that the same way that they, sh that they should. Like, I mean? love that you mentioned the future um, generation, right? Because the next generation is what's important. Yeah. And we're building, and the music industry overall is building an entirely new foundation. Uh, we talked a lot about the streaming era. We talked a lot uh, about uh, the social media era, but now it's really getting back to content. And that content is what? User generated. So let's mm. specifically talk about what's important right now is user generated content. What are you saying on your blog? Because that's that's what Instagram is, a giant blog where everyone just posts on. And initially you're posting your ideas, your thoughts, what do you believe in? And the future um, generations, this is what they're going to be looking at. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to be looking at the old posts from um, the same way I remember when I first jumped on YouTube, we were looking up like old Bow Wow videos and you looking up Master P and you finding all of these, um, even um, really popular in Philly, the We Run The Streets videos. Mm. Anybody know about the We Run The Streets rap DVD? Week was all on it, ARA, every, you could find everybody on that and it was all on YouTube. And that these things give you this foundational love for this, this, this thing we call hip hop and this thing we call music. Um, as we enter this new era, where we have these new um, fundamental things that helps the culture grow, like NFTs, smart contracts. These things are going to help elevate the culture. So we need the actual products themselves to be cohesive with that message. So that's why I brought my guy Iman in here, because he's going to be developing an app specifically for that purpose for us to get this money but more let's importantly go. elevate the culture man so let them know all about the app man yeah yeah so collabrass.com is the app that i'm launching it's a social network and coaching tool for artists and musicians Facts. right it also holds an nft marketplace um with smart contracts automatically infused into every project that you do right so you can get residual income um the, the, the part where I'm, where I'm excited about, right, is because this whole phenomenon of blockchain, decentralized finance, you know, has really, no matter what you start off talking about, what you wind up talking about is ownership, right? And that's the thing that the industry, they've held the keys to the ownership of your, your you know, creative property for the longest, Thanks. right? People still so, fighting and then get out contracts. Yeah, yeah. So what collaborates you know, when it launches, what it is, is it uses like matchmaking algorithms to pair you up with the right people, singer, songwriter, producer, whatever it is that you need, you know, um, you just indicate what it is that you need and it will bring those resources into your sphere. You connect with them, you work with them, and then you share royalties forever. For whenever that NFT is sold, you know, your royalty percentage is happening automatically. And you're not waiting on a royalty check. Those things take forever sometimes. It's built on the blockchain, so when those things happen, you get paid immediately, right? Um, and I think it's with everything that we endeavor to purchase, right? Or in today's day and age, we're used to having things brought brought to us, right? Like right. a dating website, man. This is what I'm looking for right now. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. You know what I mean? With swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. E-commerce, right? Not only do we 
indicate what we want on e-commerce and expect e-commerce to just bring those things. We want it to tell us what else that we might also want that we haven't thought about yet, right? Ooh. But in, in music, you're in the studio like, man, who plays the saxophone? Oh, man, you know a guitar player. Let me, now you got your phone out and you're calling. There's mm. no automated way to really just deliver that for you. And that's the problem that Collaborat solves. Um, what this I, is key. This is key. And I, I want to mention that my, my, I myself have been like this where I'm like, what artist has really like been moving? Like what artist, but like not just like, oh, popular, this is the next lit artist, but like really making like this great music and like, how do I get in contact with them? These are, this is like a complete opportunity to connect with this artist right there, collab, make a project. Um, just me even being like coming out as a producer, you could like, most of the time, producers never get their royalties. Mm -hmm. Like, you think the artists wait long for royalties? The producer may never get paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. with, you know, apps like this and new platforms, not even just an app, it's a platform um, like this that allow people to collab on projects, meet new people, suggest, like you said, like a new product, suggest a person like, hey, we seen you did this and we seen in your profile you were looking for this. Here's 10 people who could mm -hmm. fit that, you know, mm -hmm. fit that description that you could collab with right now on this app and, you know, you guys can start monetizing together. Yeah. It's, it's, it just sounds imaginable. Like, it's, I hate to bring up Tory Lanez, cause, especially because of the, all the controversial stuff that's behind yeah. him, but yeah, yeah, yeah. before um, all of that happened and he, he went behind bars, he dropped um, a project that was an NFT tied to a smart contract. And he literally was just telling everybody, like, go look. I think he made, like, I don't know, it was probably like millions overnight. Yeah, 40, like 43 seconds, not overnight, yeah. <laughs> under a minute. That's what it was. Like, <laughs> under a minute, yeah, he made, yeah, like, yeah. millions in under a minute. Yeah. And, and it's insane because the, and the reason it blew is because the people in this in these communities we talk about, right, that support these projects and pay to listen to these projects are also becoming not just... Um, a consumer, but an investor. Fact. They can profit from other people buying this digital product. This yeah. is insane. Yeah. And, I, and I think it was cool when it was just like quick, cool photos of monkeys and, and spacesuits. That was cool. I, I give it to you. But this right here is changing the mold um, of what music can actually become and what it could actually do for our community. Yeah. I, I'm gonna give you some cheat codes, bro. Like, go ahead. Hey, I, so, I always need some cheat codes. <laughs> so, like, the beauty of the NFT phenomenon, right? Right. Um, there's a couple things. I love how you said that it's it's now investors, right? right. If 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 you had the 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 opportunity to get donors, consumers, or investors, you want investors all the time, right? Because now they have an equal stake in the success of your project, right? They want you to be successful, so they will promote your project. They will advertise and market. They do some of this legwork for you, right? Without you even asking. Without you asking them to, because they will get money if it's successful, right? So um, NFTs are digital assets, right? So we're going to get caught up in the music and the lingo, but right. what excites me the most is to start off a conversation about somebody being dope and be able to create music and end up in a conversation about asset management. These are keys. These are doors that have been shut to a lot of people for a long time, but now you have the NST. The second part of it is, and, and what I think is the Killing best way it. to connect with your fan base is exclusive content. So, Collab is not the only spot that will do this, right? But you can 
connect with your fan base by offering exclusive content stored within the NFT. It could literally be anything that you want, right? You can say, I'm gonna create this NFT. Inside the NFT, I'm gonna include a QR code for a free merch, concert tickets, mm. venues. There's been, it's just any and everything that you could possibly think. Whatever the best way, and y'all know your fan base is more than anybody else. What do they want? Figure mm. that out and you can offer that to them. And, and this, this is something, I, I, I just, my brain, my gears just got rolling. Like just to give you an idea how, somehow this will work, right? So I could offer um, exclusive uh, uh, interviews, right? So like something like this where me and Yama, we talking about this exclusive content, right? We giving you all of this game and I put this out as an NFT. By you investing in this episode, right? You get what? As an artist, you get... Uh, a free performance slot at my next show mm -hmm. or as an a listener you get a free ticket in to the next show with a drink like these are things like you know like if i'm coming out i don't want to spend money i already paid for gas okay mm -hmm. well you invested in the actual nft project that we're going to be performing here so guess what you get in free and you get a free drink that's right how about that just because you invested in the nft product so when by the time you get there you vip baby and as a creator, it doesn't necessarily have to cost you an arm and a leg to create or to deliver exclusive content. I'm gonna give you an example, right? If you look, you know, when, you know, I'm old, I'm 41 years old, right? So I remember when DVDs came out, right? right. And you have DVDs, people are buying these movies, and it was a great phenomenon because the movies were clear and everything was starting to, you know, kind of go towards that digital way. But the sales for DVDs, you know, were kind of leveling off, they did real well. And so what did they do? They started offering exclusive content on the DVDs, mm. blooper reels, outtakes, mm. deleted scenes, things that they already filmed, things that they didn't have to go back and spend money to, to create or put in there, right? They just wanted their fan base to feel and to give or deliver them something extra outside of what they did and mm. to reinvigorate their sales. And now it blows up, right? So. My favorite album, and, and it's the 25 year anniversary of Equimini, right? Outcast Equimini. Let's phenomenal. go! If oh there my was God. an NFT, right, for that Outcast Equimini album, I would buy it. If there was an NFT with exclusive content that had footage of the making of, there's no telling how much people would spend on it. Oh, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? People love, people love Outcast, Andre 3000, Big Boy. Mm -hmm. I'm myself a, a very big fan. Um, I got the opportunity to be um, in their studios, Staconia Studios. Anybody know about it in Atlanta? Mm -hmm. Got the opportunity to be there multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, I love the environment, man. Like, that's absolutely something you would pay for. Um, and then the, the idea that he just gave you is key. It could be stuff you already had that you thought was worthless, but now this community of people, they want to see that. They like, okay, I love this project. I would love to see the making of when you was in a studio with that and, and invest in these what you would call um you know extras or, or yeah. blooper reels or whatever the case may be that you know your fan base is going to want to see that's science that's science people will pay for that people will pay for that they want something so science is it a is. breakdown that is a that's a that is a biological fact that people want more for less or people want to feel as though they're getting something extra people never know what kind of exclusive content you can offer as long as you're offering something. That is a cheat code right there. If you are making your NFTs, infuse them with some exclusive content, figure out kind of what makes your fan base tick or 
just kind of throw some things out there and see what sticks, but it will help drive your prices. If you can do that and make a connection with your fan base, which is what they want. They want to get to know the artist on a personal level. That's how you make 10 grand a month with 500 followers. He just told you 10 grand a month with 500 followers. Look, bro, you giving them so much juice. You giving them so much. It. I might have to make this an exclusive one. I ain't going to do it to y'all yet, but it's coming. Just know it's coming. I'm, I'm getting on collab rates, baby. Believe that. But look, Iman, man, I appreciate you for coming sure. through. Absolutely. Before we close out, any yeah. closing remarks or inspirations for young CEOs out there? They may be developing an app or getting started in their music career. Mm -hmm. um, give them some words of encouragement and inspiration. Because as you know, we amplify the culture here at the mic. And I just want to do that before we close out. Man, okay, load of question. I'm going to get real spiritual <laughs> on you. Follow God. Follow God. And I'm going to say this with all due respect to your dreams, right? Stop following your dreams. Just follow God. And I'm going to mm. tell you why, right? Because he gave you that dream. He mm. gave it to you. And but what he'll do is you can get that same dream and then he will infuse that dream with purpose, right? Which is what most people want. Purpose is, well, I want to know why am I here? What's going to get me up in the morning when I don't feel like it? So then you get the dream and the purpose. Then you got it all. That's the first thing, man. And then don't listen and know if you need to surround yourself with influences that are going to build you up, you know what I mean? And they're going to keep it buck with you, you know what I mean? Do not listen to people that are telling you that they that you can't do it. Don't let nobody disqualify you. If you have that in your heart, then that's the first step. You have it in your mind, then that means that you have a vision. And once you have a vision, you go towards that vision, right? And you keep going and never stop going towards keep it. Keep going. Things, will, things will, 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 will manifest themselves for you. Yo, I love it, man. I, I love I love every word of it, man. Like I felt it myself. I, I, I'm going to be watching this back for, for words of encouragement for me, man. Listen, <laughs> hey, man, you already know you locked in with your guy, DJ j -So, for another episode of The Mic, man. Peace out. Damn, DJ j -So.